I am finally back with part three of our four ways to declutter in February, an experiment for ADHD brains. Today's is called Favorites First, and I am excited to dig into this very quick and easy way to experiment with decluttering. You can use it in so many places, but I'm going to zero in and share just one space and then feel free to try it there. And if you're on a roll, try it other places. All right, let's get going. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, (laughs) and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. (laughs) Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. First, I want to say thank you so much for your patience while you waited for this part three to finally arrive. (laughs) It's going to be a quick one because this is one of the easiest ways to declutter. But before I dig into what Favorites First is all about, I want to give a nod to Dana K. White over from A Slob Comes Clean. She has talked at length about sort of how to wrap your head around the container concept and what its purpose is. But I'm just going to like bring it down to a little nugget for you. What I want to share is when we think about containers in the container store and the whole nine yards, we're like, oh, let's get things to put our stuff in and then our stuff will be organized and that's all it takes to fix it. <laughs> and the root of the issue is not, it's not about organizing the stuff to make it fit. It's about editing the stuff <laughs> for the space that you have. And the whole idea of the container store story, the container sort of concept is that you have a finite amount of space to fit your things in. And when you have more things than fit in that space, that is when you feel overwhelmed and overcluttered and overcrowded by your things. If you think of a box as a container and you want to store Christmas ornaments in it, you have too many Christmas ornaments for the box you have two choices. You go buy another box and you spread out your ornaments, but then you have to be mindful that those two boxes now have to fit back into the space where the ornaments are stored. And if they don't, buying two boxes doesn't magically make your storage space larger. It actually makes your storage space more crowded. It's not the ornaments into the box that's important as far as, well, let me just buy more boxes. It's how many boxes fit in the storage space Now, how many ornaments fit in the number of boxes that fit into the storage space? It's kind of like those little Russian dolls. You have to be able to fit the things inside of the space that you have. And if you 
roll with this concept. The box in the storage area is a container, but the storage area is a container itself. And if your home only has so much place to store things, then your home in and of itself is your container. If you have more things that fit into the container of your home than your home can comfortably live in, that's when you feel overwhelmed and cluttered. The way this sort of favorites first concept works is recognize and accept the fact that you have only so much space to store something and then put your favorite things into that space first. And as soon as that space is filled, stop, look at what's left behind and recognize that all my favorites were saved and I now have to get rid of the rest of these. I just, I do. There's a finite amount of space left. The only option around it is to buy a bigger home. (laughs) And I will tell you as somebody who is an organizer for people who have very large homes, very, very large homes, I'm talking about 8,000 square feet and up. I have organized homes as large as 14,000 square feet. Size is not your answer. There are cluttered people in 1,000 square feet and there are cluttered people in 14,000 square feet. And just because you have the space, it's not a solution. What it does is it turns your space into a reason to not have to deal with stuff. (laughs) When I declutter the really, really large homes that I go to, they have forgotten what they have. They don't want it any more than you want the clutter in your home. They just have been given the gift to not have to think about it. It's not really, it's not really a solution. People will grow to the size that of the space they have. <laughs> so if you're like, oh, I'm really cluttered in my thousand square foot home, I better buy a two thousand square foot home. Guess what? You're gonna get really crowded in your two thousand square foot home because you'll just grow to fill the space. Our goal is to reconceptualize how to deal with the space that we have. And when you live comfortably within the space you have, it doesn't matter if you're in a thousand square feet or 14,000 square feet, you're going to feel good in that space because you only have what you want and love and need. All right, I digressed for seven whole minutes. Let me jump into how this is going to work. The easiest way to practice this is a dresser drawer. Ideally, if you have a dresser where you have multiple drawers that you get to call your own, you have segmented them out a little. Like you have undergarments in one and you have shorts in another and you have t-shirts in another or you have tops and you have bottoms. Somehow you have segmented it. If you've not gone to that length, that's going to feel rewarding to just at least know that a single type of item is in a single drawer. And that I have a whole series about like how to organize any space. Go back, listen to that and start by pulling, sorting, purging, that kind of thing. But if you already have things segmented by drawer and those drawers are stuffed and when you try to get stuff out of it, you're like shifting things around and you're stuffing it back in in order for the drawer to shut, this is a brilliant decluttering hack for you. What you're going to do is you're going to pull everything. Let's pretend it's t-shirts, okay? So you're going to pull everything out of your t-shirt drawer and it's not so overwhelming because it's just one category and just one drawer. And you're going to go, okay, I want to see what this drawer would look like if it had a comfortable amount of shirts in it. And so what you do is you have it all spread out on the bed behind you and you go, every time all of my clothes are clean, what is the first shirt I grab? I always grab this one shirt. And you grab that, you fold it nicely and you put it in the drawer. And then you go, okay, if that shirt was dirty, what is my next favorite shirt to clean? 
and you keep going and you keep going. And when you feel like it's sort of loose, like there's still plenty of room, stop yourself and ask, what would it feel like if every time I open this drawer, this was all I had to see? Would I have enough clothes? The answer is yes, because you always have too many clothes and you wear probably 20% or less of them. Two, how wonderful would it feel if knowing everything in that drawer fit, looked flattering, was a favorite, comfortable, you know you like to grab it. Those are what's in your drawer right now. Stop. (laughs) Turn around, look back at the bed and say, if I gave myself permission to save only two other shirts, and saves a strong word that gets us emotionally attached, to say, I'm going to have enough room for two more shirts. What two other shirts am I like, I was on the borderline, but I'm actually going to keep them. Grab two more shirts if you need to. Put those in the drawer. Should still be plenty comfortably in an open it, shut it, open it, shut it. All works great. Now take all of those other shirts. You have two choices. Throw them in a marinating box and put them somewhere where you're not going to worry about them for a month. And then at the end of March, don't even open the box because you haven't wanted those shirts for that long. <laughs> and go donate it. If you can't stand it and you need to open it, open it and see if there's anybody you really missed because I guarantee there wasn't. And if you have to pull out one more, okay, because I'm not going to be punitive here, but that is the easiest way to declutter a space is to say, I only have this much room in this container. Let me start by putting the favorite things I have back in it. And when it's at a comfortable space, I have to stop. And I don't have to stress. I didn't have to pick up everything. I didn't have to ask if it all sparked joy. I didn't have to ask when was the last time I wore this or used this. It's just I put my favorite things back. Everything else is something that I I just dig past. I don't ever use it anyway. It's just taking up residence in this drawer and there was no need for it. Do me a favor. Give that a shot. I really think you're going to love it. With that, I will hit you Monday with the last step, which is remove and replace, and that takes a little more effort. So this was a good one to hit you with at the end of a short week. Enjoy your weekend and continue to choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, If you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me, and they wouldn't have to feel so alone. But I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts, and so that I can keep doing a a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at joylovinghome. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com. Or join my community. It's bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, keep choosing joy.